Good morning, good morning. It is December 22nd. My name is Rob. This is the Earwax Podcast. Today we're going into some play to earn, thoughts on just the global view of it, um, some individual projects we're thinking about getting into, and um, just a global ramblethon as we walk through the community in a small little get outside and um, get out of the crypto market for a second opportunity. Hope you're having a great freaking day. Uh, thank you, everybody, who's been messaging about prospectors. Um, got some fun stuff to talk about with that one uh, in the colony. Um, and yeah, I just want to get into and also some Ethereum projects and how, gosh, me just sleeping on those is going to hurt me financially, not physically, but uh, definitely if I focused time there, uh, I would be making a quick penny, that's for sure, on some of the projects I'm watching. Uh, I'm just kind of out of liquid money to buy anything in the NFT space. There's just too much that I want to buy. So uh, I have to put my eggs where they lie and build with the eggs that I have currently. Um, and hopefully if that's your plan too, um, just find your uh, find your little um, spot and leverage it and have fun in that space and just stop looking at price. Um, that's what I'm doing. I haven't looked at price in forever. Uh, I actually find out there's price price movements from the chats I'm watching, uh, not by me staring at the at the charts. Uh, that's been very therapeutic for me because um, when I was first getting into this and looking at the chart every day and trying to buy and sell and set limit orders, it was very stressful and I couldn't sleep for months. But um, getting into the main topic of today is play to earn and just my thought that I don't think a lot of people are saying. Uh, and I do want to talk about uh, this Twitter spaces I joined yesterday, which was actually really fun. Um, so first thing is, my thoughts on this is that look at play to earn. Like, look at the dynamic of, let's say, everybody that was just like me, was in their 20s, in their teens, um, in their uh, late 20s, playing video games, playing World of Warcraft. Uh, they would go work all day, come back, be in a guild and go raid, uh, that was a real thing. Uh, people were just in school raiding and playing League of Legends and all this stuff. I remember playing League of Legends in the alpha and it's like this weird looking wonky game and I'm like, ah, I don't wanna play this, I wanna play Dota, it's much cooler looking, right? Um, those days. And then what happened to all those gamers? Well, those gamers kinda grew up a lot and a lot of them can't game professionally or have those dreams that they wanna game professionally and and go after it and be a guild and be the top raider in the whatever, right? And what happened to them? Well, they all have jobs. They'll probably have kids now. And now here's what I'm seeing, which is really interesting. And it's awesome to have this opportunity. The opportunity that I can make and people, well, just I, uh, I am starting one, but people can make a living by, you know, doing their day job and also play a play to earn game that actually contributes and actually still have the strategical gaming um, aspect, but you only have to spend 10 to 20 minutes a day doing it. You don't have to spend in World of Warcraft an entire night um, and have your girlfriend look at you and be like, oh my God, what are you doing on this game all night? You get home at six o'clock, you eat dinner with me and you disappear till two. Yeah, that happened to me. But uh, that doesn't happen right now in Play to Earn. Play to Earn, is it as entertaining? No, maybe not. Um, it depends on who you are, but a lot of those gamers have new opportunity to be a part of a guild and that's kind of what the colony is and the colony is being built kind of in the metaverse, which is really cool. And 
now those gamers that had those aspirations to kind of be first in World of Warcraft or be first in something um, have that opportunity now um, in the metaverse. And you can do it with the current, the current, and I say current, um, metaverse landscape. Um, it will change. Uh, it's definitely going to be more entertaining in the future. But for right now, it's very rudimentary. And I kind of like the rudimentary aspect. You can make money with it. It actually makes it infinitely more entertaining because I'm paying with an in-game currency that you can sell for real money if you want to. Um, the conversations I'm having with our internal team about rewarding and helping the people that have helped grow the colony um, are awesome because we're talking about having a real-life dollar stipend. <laughs> I don't even know what a stipend is. Why am I even using that word? Um, a real money value uh, given to people for helping us make this um, colony. And it's going to be going out today. And you can sell it for quite a, a good amount, I think, of US dollars. And that's from a game, just from helping us in a game. Now, if that was World of Warcraft, could we reward you at all? Yeah, you'd reward you with a shiny thing you couldn't do anything with or a little title. And that's freaking it. A little gratitude. And that's it. But now in this new landscape that I love navigating, we can reward you with something that you could A, use in a game, or you could B, sell it for US dollars and do whatever the heck you freaking want. Me personally, if I got something like that, I would say, let's put it right back in. Because guess what? I think this whole concept is even before anybody can even think. I've never heard anybody even say this before, but I think all the gamers from 20 years back are seeing this and they're sitting on their phone on a meeting they don't want to be on and they're like, God damn, just like me, by the way, God damn, I don't want to be in this meeting. I do want to do my nine to five job still. I love my nine to five job, but I just want to tune out at lunch and I want to tune out in the morning. Well, guess what? That's what you can do with blockchain gaming because it is a little boring and all you have to do is tune in two or three times a day and set your limits. Or you could be crazy and tune in even more than that. You could tune in uh, every hour a day. You could play the new Clash Dome, which we'll talk about uh, right now every two hours a day, and it will be longer in the future. But it's kind of like you have to figure out where you want to put your money um, if you're grinding it out and trying to find that project uh, that's going to blow up. Uh, we'll use Clash Dome as an example. Clash Dome is a project I've talked about forever. Uh, the entire floor of everything has jumped up 2 to 3x. For when we were talking about it, not to toot my own horn, but it's just something that uh, it's kind of cool to prove um, and say. But uh, with Clash Dome, <clears throat> it's interesting. You could buy these little things that people were selling for under the floor price. That's kind of a little indicator for most NFT projects. If there was a lot of hype and then literally a week later, the things are going for under floor price. For me personally, I'm scooping literally the whole floor. And I did. And it ended up working because those things that I bought for under floor generated something that went for 3x the floor value. And now that asset is actually a little bit higher than what I purchased it at. Purchased it at. Uh, and it ended up getting me all sorts of other cool things. Now, have I sold that stuff? No. Um, a degenerate. Uh, I sold, tried to sell some of it. I don't know if any of it sold just because it was kind of a crazy valuation, I thought from what I bought it in. Now, if more users come, that won't be a crazy valuation. It will be um, nothing. And the floor could 5, 10x, because look at some of these projects going in and out of them um, can be just uh, insanely valuable. So anyway, with Clash Dome, just as an example, 
it's a game where you can grind it out and you can play a ton and make money. You, there is no limit. There's not many games like that that I've seen. So this is a game as opposed to say prospectors like the colony is focusing on right now. And there's future plans for different play to earn games and wax and different pro and different blockchains also. But with this one, this appeals to the people that want to grind it out. Hopefully it's not going to be botted. I don't think it can because um, it's actually skill-based, which is neat. Uh, you can bot this all day, but you're going to lose all the time. You need to understand the game, play the game, and you can earn rewards. Now, if you earn, if you have a better NFT of higher rarity, you'll earn more rewards for your time. So in my opinion, that's why I like Clash Dome. Um, I'm not shilling the project. Do I own stuff in the project? Yes. But the reason why I'm talking about the projects that I like is in the projects that I'm in is because I just think they'll actually be good. Um, now, does Wax have a lot of views right now? No, it really doesn't. Um, it went down significantly from where it was a couple months ago, even though I'm not staring at price very much, but understanding price does help you make decisions on buying assets in NFT world, metaverse world. But um, looking into like Clash Dome and getting into things that are coming out new like Beast Gardens, you have to understand the ebb and flow and you have to make your decision. I'm gonna kind of tie it in all together uh, with what I said yesterday or basically Monday trying to do this every other day now is uh yeah you got to make your play and you got to understand how long you're planning on sitting on a project uh, for me i was planning on sitting on a project um a lot of them in perpetuity uh really the teams that i really trust i'm sitting on them in perpetuity i'm not playing the game of selling high selling low uh even though it's kind of funny on beast garden i'll just talk about one of the plays i made which i was proud of uh it definitely was luck but I happened to just look at the market of the Beast Garden Springs and they were under they're under the pack cost by like almost double. Like, I don't know why you could buy an Epic of this Beast Garden Spring for 15 wax when the pack to get them. And by the way, it's a 10% chance to get one is like $50 US, like a hundred wax. And people were selling the second most rare thing for like three times less than what it should cost. And I ended up buying a bunch of them as much as I could afford because I have no wax because wax is amazing. Everybody wants to buy freaking wax. I hate wax. I want to buy everything. It sucks. Anyway, I tried to put some at a profit because I have to make some profit somewhere, right? Uh, I don't know if they sold or not. I haven't checked. But overall, those little springs that were going for so cheap, uh, I bought 15, 20 of them. It just sounded like a good idea. And the floor was amazingly light. And um, guess what? I made an announcement that said, hey, guess what? These things are going to be very important because all the things you're running on right now, uh, it's kind of elevated. But once, if you want to play this game moving forward, you're going to need these little springs to fuel your beasts. And all of a sudden, boom, four blew, four, uh, blew up. Not a lot, just a little. There's not a ton of users here. Uh, but it went to, you know, um, 2x of where it was. I could make a profit, sure. Um, but... I just noticed and I did want to put more money into it and I found an opportunity and went for it. That's just a small example, um, but I am watching that project very heavily and there's also been projects I've missed out on. Anyway, um, going all over the place. So I want to talk about the Twitter spaces. Oh, we've got to talk about Luchadors. Uh, Luchadors is a little funny wrestlers that uh, haven't done anything for a while, but this project has been grinding it out and pushing, pushing, pushing 
uh, very heavily. Oh, I got to talk about loss I had. Yes, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to talk about this too. So Luchadors first. It's called Blank Face, I think it is. Anyway, Luchadors first. Um, they're having a token. It's on Polygon. Each Luchador generates a token, and you can use those tokens to get a mask, and mask is the secondary token. It's literally everything I've studied on, on Wax for freaking nine months, and now everybody's all amazed it's happening on Polygon, right? It's already happened for nine months on Wax, and it's a lot easier. I don't have to stake it or anything. It's just super easy on Wax, and it's really funny to see these other projects who have no clue what Wax is um, do that. Anyway, um, there might be a ton of hidden benefits that I'm just not aware of for Polygon and Ethereum, but we will see. Anyway, number next is uh, this thing called Blank Face, a huge L that I took. Um, I, I ended up getting a lot of uh, Ethereum from selling, what did I sell? Oh, when I sold my gutter cat, uh, I had two and I sold one for like seven point something Ethereum. And when I sold it, um, I put half in the bank and then I put half into other projects. And one of those projects I picked was a thing called Blank Face, a friend told me about. And this is one of the last projects I ever invested in, in Ethereum. And this is why. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's kind of a mental awareness thing. I've been looking, his, my buddy said, I've been looking at it for a while. And um, I just bl blindly just said, okay, fine. Like, you trust it. This, the person I, I trust, trust pretty heavily. But he was actually pretty new into the whole NFT space. And he got sucked into the Ethereum, oh my God, these, this project could be massive, um, wormhole. And I said, all right, fine, I trust you. You've given me lots of good plays in the past. Actually, he hasn't, my bad. Um, but overall, uh, I think he has a good judgment. So I went in with it. I bought like, instead of buying my two, I bought three, like my new plan was. And guess what just happened the other day? Uh, the, the developer said, yeah, you know what? Basically, it seems like the volume isn't there. Not much interest. And they just basically dropped it. Said, this is a community-run project now. Here you go. And gave the reins to this one person who's been involved in the community and said, see you later. Like, come on. How freaking bad is that? Guess what's going to happen if you decide to be in the NFT space for a while, you're learning, and you say, yeah, I made the blank face project and it failed and I just gave it over to the community. I failed. That sucks. That's a huge L. I would never want to do that. Fine, maybe there was something that really happened, and I'm maybe I'm being too hard. Maybe uh, they started this project because a family member had some mental illness, or they're just trying to do it. But if they're just trying to get a quick buck out of a project based on mental illness, I think that's pretty sad. And I would hate to be the person saying, ah, "I just gave up. Here's it to the community member. See you later." I would not like to have that on my resume, uh, even if I learned a, good, a lot of good things. For me, I want to make a project that lasts forever. And I never want to be able to say I couldn't even live with myself if I didn't try like my tooth and nail just scratching to try to make it work for the community people that trusted in me uh, and gave me their money. I would feel so bad um, if I did that. Anyway, that's one L I took. I bought a lot of them. I bought like three or four. I think I bought about four. Shit. And I was like 0 0.8, 0 0.08 Ethereum. And that was a lot for me. Right, and that was a big, big part of my play for my investment side after my gutter cow was sold. So that sucks. And guess what's going to happen? I'm going to hold them because it's not worth even selling or looking at uh, until I see it on the New York Times. So I'm just going to hold it forever. It'll probably do nothing. It'll be a fun little lesson learned in my wallet, and it's going to sit there for a long ass time. Anyway, that's an L uh, that we took there. Uh, but I want to talk about the Twitter Spaces we jumped on. 
jumped on a Twitter spaces with Zane from the art barn and uh, it was fun. Um, I found such a nice renewed vigor in the um, short form content space. Uh, this is it's a guy uh, named Alex Stemp. Uh, I forget his last part of his name, but Alex Stemp is his name in Discord and uh, in Twitter. And he's got a ton of people on TikTok and he's finding actually that a lot of people on TikTok don't transfer to Twitter. Why? Because TikTok is a completely different demographic. Duh, we know that. Anyway, talking fast because that's something you all know. But with short form content, <clears throat> it's just the key to everything. And when I got on the stage, I was pleading Zane. I'm like, Zane, I have to talk about some of these topics. I'm like oozing out. I want to help and just give some comments on this. And I happened to drop wax at one point because it made, I wasn't trying to shill anything, but overall it just makes sense to talk about a game like Prospectors or a game like anything on Wax because it's just easy for people to get into. Um, somebody was talking about, and I didn't answer this direct question, somebody was talking about having a project or getting finding out where to drop a project and just basically helping their community. And for me, I ended up jumping on the stage and saying, you know what, I think the best thing for your community is finding a way that's uh, very easy for them to get in, that's cheap. I mean, I would much rather have somebody spend, if I wanted to price an NFT at $700, um, I'd rather them pay 700 directly to me with a very small, 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 small fee of uh, maybe actually a minting fee very, very, very small, talking pennies, um, rather than paying gas that's like 40% of what I'm asking for. So I'd much rather than pay that full amount to me or the creator. And I said, hey, why not look at different blockchains? Uh, there's a lot of different blockchains doing a lot of different things. Uh, and I did learn some good stuff there. I learned about Phantasm, Phantasma blockchain, having smart NFTs where you can change the contract after the fact. You know what? That's freaking awesome. And I was working with them trying to get one of my buddies on a project there. And they're building something pretty cool. Um, awesome. Always looking and trying to find something new. For me, I'm trying to find something that beats wax. And hey, if Phantasma, Phantasmic, I forget the actual name, actually has smart NFTs where you can change the contract afterward, that's great. Is their marketplace going to be amazing? I don't know. I've seen it. I looked at it six months ago. Maybe it's drastically different. Maybe that's a cool place to look at. Uh, but for me, I'm all about play to earn. So play to earn is kind of where I'm living. And that could be a cool spot. You could change the asset, change uh, change some things in the NFT, but that could also be very, very, very freaking dangerous if you can change uh, some of the data in the background. Because at the end of the day, you're not even really buying an image, you're buying the data that's making that image. That's all you're buying with an NFT because that data does something in a game. The, the physical, rep or I guess you can call it digital representation is just that art or that thing you're looking at, not that's it. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Uh, anyway, we're wandering around the tree now. I made it back to home base around my tree. And um, yeah, just going to give a basic update of myself and how everything's going uh, for my documentation purposes. Uh, and overall, I was actually thinking about hiring somebody to go back through all these and just uh, pulling little snippets that I could use, audio bites that I could use for social. Uh, that was actually a thought in my mind. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Um, anyway, so my thought today is um, you're doing a pretty damn good job with this uh, colony thing. Uh, I think we need to go all in a little bit more on the social side. Uh, I've been balking at it, uh, just so staring at different projects. And at least I'm proud of myself now. I've been building my project, which is awesome. And it's been a, had, had a ton of good feedback. 
uh, and I think I have a good vision for it, and I don't think a lot of other people do. Uh, and me personally, I'm probably going to stop sharing some of my ideas that I think can really change the game and actually execute against them and showcase it within the project. Um, I think that'd be better for me in the long term, probably help a little bit uh, rather than just giving ideas for free. Um, that's just something I've been thinking about, although and I know I always say it just like Gary says, um, I'll use him as my little tutor for this. It's just, and I have to say, I have to give homage to it because it's such a good statement. And that's what changed for me after listening to him for 10 years. It's not about the idea, it's about the execution. So sure, I can give the ideas all day, but you got to execute against it. And nobody's going to execute against my idea the way I want to, because they're not me. And that's something I got over. But there's some things that I found with myself through this journey, that if I talk about it, it loses steam. If I talk about XYZ idea, I get the high of talking about it and people going, wow, that's sick that I don't want to do it. It's really interesting. If you've ever had that happen, let me know. Hit, it, hit me up in the comments. Um, if you made it this far, hit me up in the comments on Twitter, um, at EarwaxPod. And uh, yeah, we're doing this every other day. We're starting to make some YouTube videos too, just learning that space because I've been ignorant to it for a while. And uh, right now we're making some uh, in this little morning hours. Uh, right before work, I'm going to do a little um, tutorial for the colony and just help people ramp up uh, with prospectors and be better at it because our little play to earn guild of people that all have full-time jobs want to be more efficient and we want to be the top, at least one of the top crews in this game and we could be it. So it's a lot of fun. Anyway, thanks for listening. That's a 21 minute or sorry about that. That's a little too long, but um, have a great day. It is sunny out. My hands are freezing. I should have switched hands while I was holding my phone. I don't know why I'm holding my phone. I'm using AirPods. Why is it my hand in my pocket? I'm such a dumbass. Anyway, have a great day. This has been the documentation of the journey on the Earwax podcast. And I can't wait to build this out and actually have guests and stuff like that. It's going to be epic. Oh, it's so exciting. Have a great day. Talk to you on Instagram. Oh, God, we got to talk about Top Shot. Damn it. Top Shot. Got a premiere pack. It blew. Literally the worst pack ever. I did get my money back, though, which is good. Um, and I didn't get a stimulus and I found out after reading it, the stimulus is only for people that took a loss <laughs> from Top Shot so far. And for me, I took a profit. Whoopsies. Uh, and that started my entire journey on other blockchains. So I didn't get a stimulus package. I didn't read into it. And that's one of the negatives of not knowing and reading and taking the time to really learn about individual projects. I'm in too many projects to know that. I thought I was just getting a little stimulus package and I could pay for a, um, a uh, legendary pack. Didn't get one anyway. Didn't even get the queue. Didn't get in the queue. But um, yeah, anyway, Top Shot, you're interesting. You really are. I think for me, it's just find that play that you like. Find those, those uh, moments that you like and just hold on to them. If you're in it for a dollar play, if you're trying to make money, I think it's just find, hold that cool moment you like and just hope something happens with it. But for now, uh, I find my money better used elsewhere, um, currently in Top Shot. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Even though I'm holding, haven't sold really anything other than one moment in the last month to make my money back on that pack. Anyway, love in Top Shot still. I think it's gonna be a legendary product. It's gonna be fun to see in the future. Have a great day. I will talk to you on Friday. Take care.